Hi, I'm Kerry Grinkmeyer. I'm the host of Best of Us Investors. I'm a long-term investor. I'm a retired financial advisor. And this uh, video will air on January the 1st, so I think it's the most important video that I have made thus far this year, being it's the first day of the year. But I think it is. I think uh, I want to give you some insight as to what I think is going to happen, and I want to give you a 20-year prediction on what's going to happen to the stock market, and I want to substantiate what I think is going to happen based on past history and an insight into the future so that you can, like me and like the members of my tribe, look beyond the day-to-day -day activity. Don't worry that it's down somewhat today. What's really important is what does the future look like and what are going to be the events and the activities that are going to affect that future. And in order to do that, you need to look into the past. Let me quickly show you this chart that I like to show people of the movement of the stock market over the last 20 years. And as you can see, what this chart shows is the NASDAQ. That yellow line is the S&P 500. And that blue line is our national debt. Okay, that's what we're going to talk about today and how we can use this information to tell us without a doubt what's going to happen to the stock market in the next 20 years. I'm not a financial advisor, so let me get that out of the way. Although I am a retired financial advisor and we'll get to this chart and what supports my dead on, I guarantee you, prediction of what's going to happen in the stock market over the next 20 years. I'll be right back. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. Okay, let's look at this chart with a little bit more detail. As you can say, and SE, I, I said the S&P 500 is that yellow line and the, the uh, jagged line is the, S &P, is the NASDAQ. So if I'm asked, which would I rather invest in? Uh, which has the best trajectory for me? I would say I want to be in that NASDAQ market. What's in the NASDAQ market? Well, that's, that's technology. That's disruption. This is where Kathy Woods loves to play. And you can see why she loves to play it. So then the question becomes, what creates this diversity of growth between the NASDAQ and the S&P? And again, it's disruption, it's innovation, and it's the where people want to invest in the future. Then let's look at the blue line. I want you to notice this is the national debt. And if you go back to the beginning of the line, which, which is roughly 2020, you'll see that we had a national debt of $4 trillion. It has grown to $29 trillion as of today, January the 1st, 2022. So it has grown by 25 trillion over the last 20 years. Okay? It took 200 years to get to 4 trillion. It took 20 years to grow to 29 trillion. All right? 
Would it be arguable that that had something to do with the growth of the NASDAQ market and as far as that goes, the growth of the S&P? I think it would because it's money. It's money. It's the production of money that rains down on us as citizens, as investors, that has to end up somewhere. Now, as it did in 2020, when we got $9 trillion pumped into the economy, it paid rent. It bought food. It put a roof over house. It put shoes on our children. But then it trickled through the grocery th- store, through the shoe store, and it ended up in somebody's pocket who didn't need it for groceries and shoes and a roof over their head. So they said, what am I going to do with all this money? Well, why don't I invest it? Why don't I invest it in the NASDAQ market? Do you see that? Do you see that chart and see my analogy and my, and my, my justification as to why I want to be invested in the NASDAQ market? Do I believe that the national debt will go up from 29 trillion to over 30 trillion in the next year? Yeah, I think Joe's going to get things settled and he'll get his $3 trillion package and it will go up. Okay, we're good with that. Are we or aren't we? I think we should be. Let me now throw something else into the mix. Let's get rid of that chart. And let me show you this graph that I found. This is a breakdown of the investable assets wealth by segment and retirement status. And what I want you to look at is on the far left, you're basically seeing this is low net worth people. And we move across the chart until we see high net worth people, multi mega millions, they categorize it. And then they're showing them by age groups, uh, under 55, pre-retirement 55 age plus is green. And then that yellow one is people in retirement. This is the baby boomer generation, okay? And as you can see, they own a disproportionate uh, amount of investable assets. That amounts to, if you add those up, those investable assets amount to roughly $21 trillion, okay? Are you good with that? You see in that. Okay, now I want to take you to a, a uh, um, spreadsheet or a, a picture uh, that I created on my PowerPoint. And this is all about the baby boomer die-off. Yeah, the fact is that over the next 20 years, 79 million baby boomers will die. I'm one of them. I'm raising my hand. Yep. Probably between 20 now and 2041, I'm going to pass away. And as I pass away, I'm going to pass my assets on to the following generation. The, 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 for the most part, it's going to be, or for total, it's going to be Generation X and the Millennial Generation, my, my children and my grandchildren. Okay, what is that going to consist of? The first thing I want you to look at is something no one ever talks about. 
Us baby boomers, 79 million of us, have an average life insurance policy of $178,000. Now, the reality is, if you break the numbers down further, only half of us have insurance. So the truth is that somewhere around 40,000 of us, or 40 million of us, have a 300 and what would that be? About $60,000 policy. That's going to pass on to our heirs. They're going to have to make a decision. What am I going to do with this? What am I going to do with this $360,000? That's where the stock market comes in. But let's don't focus on that yet. Let's go to the next thing. They, We, the baby boomers, own Real estate. Our average home is $291,000. That uh, equates to $23 trillion. That's going to pass over. Is, are my kids going to sell their house and move into my house? Probably not. They're going to sell my house. What are they going to do with the proceeds, that $23 trillion that they get from the proceeds of the sell, sale of the houses? As you add that to the $14 trillion they got for the life insurance. But wait, let's go one step further. As I said, they control the 52%, as we saw on that yellow, green, and blue chart, 52% of the investable assets, which accounts to for another $21 trillion. Let's add those all up, and that comes up to an inflow of $58 trillion into some form, someplace, over the next 20 years. What did I tell you on the chart here? was the influx from the national debt that drove the NASDAQ market to extraordinary heights. What did I tell you that amount happened in that 20 years? That 20 years, that was 25 trillion. This is 58 trillion, more than twice, okay? Now, is some of it going to go to food and groceries? Of course it is. Is some of it going to go to a new house? Of course it is. But again, it's going to trickle down. What happened to the $25 trillion that trickled down in the preceding 20 years? Look again at the chart. Look at the NASDAQ market. Where is the growth going to occur in the next 20 years when we have probably the same pace of national debt growth, but we're adding to it twice as much in asset transfer from the baby boomer generation to the generation X and millennials. What is that going to do? What do you think it is going to do to the NASDAQ market? Can it go any faster up? I don't know. I'm asking you. Okay, let's put some perspective to it. Let's go back to the baby boomer sell-off or die-off. So we're in, we, we, in the past 20 years, as I said, we increased the national debt by $24 trillion. Our GDP, that's our annual gross domestic product, is $21 trillion a year. And I'm saying over the next 20 years, we're going to move $58 trillion. 
The market cap of the S&P 500 is $40.3 trillion. But over the next 20 years, we're going to shuffle $58 trillion. Now, some of it's in the stock market. Will some of that $58 trillion stay in the stock market? Of course it will. But we know that from past history, that when people inherit money, they invest it, but they lose. They lose 50% of it. So 50% of that $58 trillion is up for grabs. What, what, what do I mean they're going to lose it? They're going to go and buy a Tesla. They're going to go and buy a Lamborghini. <laughs> that's as good as losing it. It's just spent and then it's gone. Well, now that's good for Tesla and it's good for Lamborghini. Then they're going to open businesses. They're, a ton of them are going to open up restaurants and they're going to go bankrupt. But that's money that's back in the economy to be invested in good companies. I talk a lot about my big six. The six companies, Amazon, Google, Apple, Microsoft, uh, Facebook, and NVIDIA, that, are, that are, are as good as a CD that guarantees you 15% a year. It is. So that's where I want to invest that. The rest of it, I want to invest in that NASDAQ market that is going to explode. What is it going to explode in? If again, if you've watched my other videos, I believe the stock market, and I've shown you a graph of this, is driven by events. The, 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 the first major event in the last 20 years was the digital revolution. Where did that go? That went to Amazon, Google, Apple, you know. The next revolution was the uh, the e-commerce, where did that go? That went to Amazon and Spotify, the NASDAQ market. The next revolution was the social media. That went to Facebook and TikTok and LinkedIn, and you know where it went. So as we move forward, and then the last one was the EV revolution. You know where that went. That went in, in Tesla and Neo and Again, it went to the NASDAQ market. So what is the next opportunity that's going to suck up this $58 trillion over the next 20 years? It's healthcare. Come on, you know it. You, Lester Holt tells you every night, the top of the news, coronavirus. Our healthcare system is broken. We, the, the, the leading cause of death in our country is heart disease. The second leading cause of death is cancer. And then we have a new arrival, and that is coronavirus. And it's about to take over cancer. Our health care system is broken, and we've got to fix it. And that is biotech. That is health care. This is where you need to put your money. This is where you need to put your share of the 58 trillion that the baby boomers are going to hand you and the probably another 25 or 35 or 40 trillion that the federal government is going to print over the next 20 years. Folks, this is not rocket science. 
This is just understand the world you live in. Watch the news. Understand technology. Read and educate yourself on what's going to happen in this world. Now, you know that technology is going to drive it, but you also are being convinced that interest rates and, and inflation is going to kill the stock market. Bullshit! That is insanity. We've got trillions of dollars that are going to be looking for a place to be invested. And we've got a, a national security emergency called healthcare staring us in the face. Standing right behind that is, is our national security of a broken supply chain. If we didn't get that figured out, so we need to invest there. Then we have cybersecurity. And then we have the change of our world called the metaverse. And the only question is, we know these things are coming. Do we have the money to finance them? If you don't know the answer to that question, you haven't been paying attention for the last 17 minutes and 22 seconds. Okay. <laughs> I'm Kerry Grinkmeyer. I'm just an old retiring, retired baby boomer that's going to die in the next 20 years and leave my children with a buttload of money that they got to make a decision where they're going to invest it. I hope you're in a similar situation, that you're either going to leave a lot of money to your heirs or you're one of the heirs. And I hope there's a lot of you here so that you understand. I'm talking about the 22-year-olds to the to the 50-year-old, so that you understand when this money comes rolling your way, where you need to put it. Okay? I'm Kerry Grinkmeyer. I'm the host of Best of Us Investors. You wear me out on this. Um, we have the opportunity of a lifetime, uh, uh, and it's your lifetime. It's not mine. It, it's, it's where to input, where to put this I don't know. The way the government prints the money and the $58 trillion that my generation's going to give you, in the next 20 years, you could have over $100 trillion coming into this stock market. And if you'll pay attention to what I just told you, I have shown you videos in the past where my portfolio is. If you think I have a drop of sense in my head, come to bestofusinvestors.com. Find a link there to our Discord where I share my portfolio on a daily basis. And if you think all of this makes a drop of sense, come join us. And why don't you pledge to do three things? Make good, sound investment decisions. Learn our tax code so you can learn how to how to pass all this money on to your kids, estate tax-free and income tax-free. And then third, because of those first two, you can create family wealth to make a difference in your heirs' lives. And, and basically say, there was a reason why Kerry was here and he did a good job. Talk to you again tomorrow. <laughs>